All right. Thank you for coming and watching, everybody. Today I'm interviewing Jonah Rickman, who I know through a business mentoring group that we're both in, and he is an Instagram strategist. So I'm going to like kind of semi-attack him about that, but I'm also <laughs> going to let him introduce himself. So Jonah, do you want to tell us a little bit about your maybe your business and what you do? Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I help people primarily with Instagram. Um, and mostly coaches I work with, but also mm -hmm. some people who are more like educators or course creators mm -hmm. and, um, and yeah, so a lot, of it's mainly about helping them to, to kind of learn their way around how to use Instagram, how to, how to grow their following, how to create content that produces a lot of engagement mm. and, uh, and then to, to actually have, um, clients come from Instagram. Mm. So, which is so, what yeah. everybody wants, right? Right. I mean, that's the goal for most businesses. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I feel like my first question is like, why Instagram? Because most people will say, oh, Facebook's the first platform you should focus on. And do you have to do your website? You have to do all these other things first. So I'm really interested in why you came yeah. to focus on Instagram mostly. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, so... My background is I actually, I used to be a, a relationship coach and a nonviolent communication trainer. Cool. Like that was, that was my main business for, for a lot of years, uh, about nine years. And, um, and so that was like, you know, I was going through the journey of building that business that I started mm -hmm. to really learn online marketing. Mm -hmm. And so I was, I was doing Facebook mainly back then, like most people, um, and uh, Instagram, I feel like was just sort of like this little side thing that I didn't mm -hmm. pay a lot of attention to, but I'd sort of like share my content over there and I'd have some followers, but for, for whatever reason, I didn't, I didn't spend a lot of time on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And, um, but, you know, so when I started this business, uh, it was just about a year ago, a little over a year ago that I, that I started offering services as a marketing coach. I was mm -hmm. doing it before, um, but I wasn't like. I didn't just like step into it and say, okay, now I'm doing it like yeah. online. Yeah. Um, so, so that's new. And, uh, and so I was starting from scratch. Like I didn't have a following yet. And I mm -hmm. felt like, so I just decided, you know, I, I was, I started off just kind of on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and was kind of just in multiple places. Yep. But pretty early on, I decided, you know, I'm going to just focus on Instagram. I found oh. that like through my experience, Facebook can be really hard, especially with pages in order mm. to, to, to get any traction, like yes. you kind of have to pay, um, to play there where I found Instagram, that wasn't the case. Mm. Um, you can really, if you, if you know how to use Instagram, you could really grow a following without, without doing any ads. I mean, I have done a little bit of ads, yeah. too, but, um, but yeah. And I, I just feel like Facebook, you know, I mean, they have different things that the tactics are a little different, but, um, I found part of it was just like really zeroing in on one, one mm. place has yeah. been really big. I mean, yeah. before it's like, it's hard to kind of have your eggs all in a bunch of different baskets and yeah. your focus in multiple places. And for yeah. me, I just felt like, you know, I want to really just build my following and my community in one place. So I don't have to switch around. Also, Instagram has like a particular kind of style you know, mm -hmm. like there's certain types of posts that you can do on Instagram that you can't do on Facebook and actually sure. like some of those styles like carousels. Yeah, cool. Um, particularly. So, so that's, that's, that's some of the reason why. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess you do also, um, 
like to support small businesses and you've sort of married those two, like Instagram and small business. So like why is Instagram so good for small business compared to? Yeah. I mean, it's not even just small businesses. It's more, it's more narrow to mainly coaches. Like I work with, uh, I don't tend to work with people who are selling products. I am. Um, More, more people who are, who are selling, who are selling either coaching or selling courses or some kind of a educational offer. Um, So um, yeah, I mean, I, I think Instagram is is a great platform for that. Um, I, I'm not sure. Did I miss your question? So it's like, well, what, just what, like what, why oh, Instagram? Why? For, why Instagram for them particularly? Like, what's the kind of golden opportunity that Instagram has? Sure. Um, I mean, I think really, I guess it does kind of go for all businesses. I find that people tend to engage more with businesses on Instagram yeah like I I think in general people kind of think of Facebook as the place where they connect with all their friends and Mm -hmm. family Mm -hmm. and and like old schoolmates and stuff Mm -hmm. and like and they'll join groups I mean groups is a big way that people make Facebook work but other than that it's like Instagram I think is where people tend to follow people are a little more picky about who they follow people tend to want to people are more inclined to follow businesses they really Mm -hmm. like to go on Instagram to, um, to, to learn, uh, to connect with things that really feel like them. Um, yeah. so it's, it's sort of like, I feel like Instagram kind of offers a little more, uh, I don't know, just kind of ease for people. And, and then the algorithm, I think just tends to support businesses better than Facebook. Mm-hmm. Does. Yeah. I'm just thinking about my own user, um, actions. And it's true, like in my fun account, not my business account, I do follow business accounts really readily or people who are promoting themselves really readily because I really enjoy their content. And I guess on the other side of that, as a business person, um, when I run ads for clients, I definitely see that Instagram gets a lot more engagement. Like it does seem that people are more willing to engage with businesses on Instagram than they are on Facebook. So, yeah. I feel like that makes a lot of sense. Um, The other thing that I wondered about is that, you know, Instagram, the other thing that can happen, I mean, I see some people who are like influencers and they've got all the right moves and they have these massive audiences, but you don't really have a massive audience. And I've heard you talk about that before, about how Instagram can work when you don't have a big audience and why a big audience doesn't really matter. So I'm really interested in hearing you talk about that again, because a lot of my clients either have been focusing on Facebook and don't really get why they would bother coming to Instagram. So I feel like, you know, we've sort of teased that out, but then there's the question of like, but don't I need to follow, like have lots of followers and don't I need to focus on like getting followers? Whereas I think I've heard you speak on that. I was like, Oh, that's just like, it feels like such a relief that like what you offer in terms of how to mentally approach that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, and I, I mean, first of all, like, for people who are on Facebook and they're deciding whether or not to switch to Instagram. I mean, I would say for most people, like, I believe that, that if you're a solopreneur, like you're doing everything yourself, I like 
and you know, unless your business gets to, like when you're at the point where you can hire someone to help you, then I think it's a good time to kind of be on multiple platforms. Mm. But before that, I really encourage people to really zone in and learn one platform really well because they're all mm. really different. So if Facebook is really working for people, I would say just stay there and keep doing it. Yeah. But if yeah. Fa- but if people are on Facebook and they're struggling with it, like they're feeling like they're not getting traction or it's not really clicking for them, mm. then I think Instagram is a great, like potentially switching to Instagram. Um, can be a really great option Mm. and uh, but um, yeah so when it comes to followers I mean gaining followers I think that's not even just an Instagram thing that's kind of like every platform is about like growing how many followers can you get Mm. I I see that on Facebook a lot too Mm. and um, I think I I sort of have like multiple takes on that I mean, for one, I, I think it's good to grow our following. I, I don't mm-hmm. think that, you know, and I'm not someone who's like, no, don't even try to grow your following. It's like, no, growing a following is important. Yeah. Um, and I mean, my following is, my following is, is smaller. I mean, compared to a lot of Instagram influencers who have like 100,000 followers or 500,000 followers or whatever. Mm-hmm. I have, I have like, I have 730 followers, I think about like right now, um, which is not a lot, but, um, but the thing is, is for one, like my followers are growing pretty fast. I've gotten, uh, like just in the last month, I like 200 more followers or so. So, um, which I think is great. Growing a following is part of, part of the deal. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is not just growing a following. It's, it's what kind of following are you growing? Mm -hmm. So, um, I th- it's really important to grow a following on any platform really, but particularly on Instagram that that's really engaged, like mm-hmm. social media and Instagram, it's a place where people are on there to, to engage. And so, um, a lot of people on Instagram may have a lot of followers, but they don't have a lot of engagement, mm-hmm. um, which also means that well, I mean, part of it, so engagement is like how many people are commenting, how many yeah. people are liking, how many people are doing things like this. And, and even that it is, you know, like that's just kind of a measurement that shows like how, how much is, how much are my followers really like caring about what I post, mm. right? And then, so when you have a followers who really, when you have a high engagement, then you tend to get more clients. So mm. that's the thing. So I have, I have like 700 followers. I started enrolling clients on Instagram with less than 200 followers. Yeah, great. Um, I think that's a great story. I love that because it doesn't, you don't have to wait so long. It's not a, this big, long road. Like I'm only going to start like making money in my business when I get to 10K. I don't know what it is about 10K. No, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't need 10K. I mean, I, I think if your goal is to get to 10K, until you try to get clients if getting clients is your business model Mm. um yeah i don't think you're doing it right you know Mm -hmm. um and so yeah so 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 what i was saying though is like the the engagement like getting back to engagement i think that's really important is like Mm -hmm. how are you watching your engagement levels because if you have if you have a small following but high engagement that's that's one of the big things that makes it so you can get clients with mm. with a time with a small following and mm. then as your following does grow which doesn't have to be 10,000 but then it just becomes easier and easier mm. to start enrolling clients um 
And, and just to what I recommend that people do to check that is uh, there's an app called uh, Not Just Analytics. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's a little bit glitchy, but when it works, it, it's, <laughs> it's nice because it, uh, and it's free, it has a free yeah, option, but it tells you your percentage. So it, the percentage of how many, how many engagements are you getting relative to your follower count? Yeah. And so like part of the reason why I've been able to enroll clients through Instagram is because my engagement rate per follower is very high. Mm. Like I've, uh, through the, the type of content that I'm offering, people tend to really engage a lot with my content. So they're paying attention, mm. which means that more clients tend to sign up. Mm. So, so my, my percentage is, is much higher than average. Yeah. And so that's, that's one of the things that I really help people do is like building that, that community that's, that's really engaged, that really is paying attention. Yeah. So then, yeah. Yeah. And do you help people develop their content? Because what my question is, is like, right, well, if I know what I'm offering people and I want to start on Instagram, well, then what should I say on there? Right. Yeah. And that's one of the things I think that, that people get, like uh, what I find is a lot of people who are not, who don't have, like one of the mistakes, I guess, a lot of people make with Instagram is they it is they use Instagram, they just try to sell, like they're mm. selling too much. Like they're mm. talking about their services too much. Every post mm. that they make is like, this is why you should work with me, or this is the benefits of working with a coach or mm. things like that. And I think that that's, it's good to have some content like that. It's good to share about our services, mm. um, some, but w- what really grows that engaged audience, which then causes people to be, which causes your following to grow and it, and it uh, causes your, you know, people to be really like interested mm. in what you have to offer mm. is, is by sharing content that has a lot of value. So that's, that's a lot of what I do mm. with my audience is like, how do you create content? Because a lot of people don't even really fully understand, I think, what that means. Exactly. So, I've been running a series of blogs at the moment about the word content. And then there was another word then on value which I feel like needs to be explained better because I'm like you just have to create content with value and I'm like oh that is so jargony like what am I saying like you know so I'm I'd love to just say that value just means all that knowledge that we all sit on top of all the stuff we know that we're dying to share with people and that the little tips and tricks that people could just what you know watch a video with you or read a, a post of yours and go off and actually take a positive action that's going to move their life in the direction right. that they want it to go in is a value post. Yeah. Right. Totally. Yeah. I, I like, uh, so, so our mutual uh, kind of mentor and colleague, George Cow has, uh, I, I, I might be butchering it, but, but his, uh, he, he described it as something like um, it, it's like creating posts where, where it's not, where people don't need more. You know, it's like, it's like you, you read the post and it's just, it's just inherently valuable. It's like, okay, I got something from this. I don't need, it's not, it's not pitching your, your, your course or it's not trying to get you to feel like, oh, I'm missing something. So I need this other thing. It's just like, oh, they gave something to me. Like this is valuable. And then usually what that does is it makes people feel like, oh, wow. Like I want more of that. So exactly. There's that. And also people always say to me, oh my God, you give so much. It's like, yeah, I give so much. Because in the like yogic tradition that I studied, 
before I learned to meditate, they have this thing called karma yoga, where you just serve selflessly. And I think, I mean, maybe it's an innate part of people or me, but I just got in such a habit of selfless service and being very generous that that feels really good to me to just right. create content that is super generous. And I don't really do it thinking, yes, because they'll really love me and think I'm really generous. It's more just like a natural expression of my being. Right. But I know a bunch and I really actually do want to help people. And if they want to work with me, that's nice. And if they just want to watch, like, watch my content and make change in their life, that's really great too. And I'm not hung up on making the sale. Like I want it to be really value value-based sustainable so that I'm feeling great people are feeling great and that other thing George says about like they can walk away from that experience and still feel whole like you don't feel like right. you're less than yeah yeah that you're messed yeah. over or like you know there's just all these weird psychic tentacles with some kinds of offers that make you feel like oh I need to go and like do the five-part video series because then my business will be great it's like well no right yeah. 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 I mean, it, yeah, totally. I mean, it's kind of, it's like a marketing trick that people do where they make it seem like they're going to give you value, but then what they give you is a bunch of stuff for why you need the other thing mm. that they're selling. And, and it doesn't, I mean, like that can work if you're doing like a webinar, which your goal is to just convert people into your thing. Um, but when it comes to like growing a real community online, mm. it's, it's much better to just provide actual value. Mm. And, um, and another way that, that I, that I like to think of it as like thinking of the people who are following you, the community that you're building on social media as people who are already your clients mm. or are already in your program. Mm -hmm. So it's like when people are in your program, you're not trying to market to them. You're not trying to get them to buy your stuff. You're just sharing. You're just sharing your, your wisdom, your value. You're sharing, you're sharing what you think will help them. Mm. So when you do that on social media, people feel that they're like, wow, all I have to do is follow this person. And suddenly I feel like I'm in this program where I'm like learning things regularly. Yeah, yeah but so many of my and clients worry, but like, if I give all my good stuff away in my content, then will people still want to work with me? Right. Well, the, the funny thing is that, is that tends to be the other way around. Isn't it funny? <laughs> the more of your stuff that you give, the more that people want to work with you I just want you to say it as well so that when I say right. it I'm really backed up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I agree that's definitely been yeah. my experience in my own marketing is the only way I could figure out how to make content was to just answer the questions of my clients via video right. to just and start helping them yeah. that just serves so many people so many people right. have the same question and then I feel good because I've ticked off my I made content box for the week and right. so many people benefit from that. So it's kind of yeah. a win-win. Yeah. I kind of think of it as like, so, so one way that I like to distinguish between free versus paid, like free versus paid content or, or free, like free sharing versus helping people for, for money um, is like the, the free stuff is, is like the stuff that's, that's kind of easier you know, it's like you can you you can read it, you can understand it, or you can watch a video, and it's like, okay, yeah, I get that, I can I can do that, I can I can try out this little this little method you're do using, or mm. or like understand the concept that you're presenting. Um, whereas paid stuff tends to be harder. It's like it, it's the kind of thing that's like, you know, you could like an an example is like you could um, 
you could share with someone, someone who deals with anxiety, maybe you could share with them like, Hey, you know, there's this trick where if you, if you put your face in cold water or you put ice on your face, it, 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 it can stop a panic attack or it can really lower your, your anxiety. It's like scientifically shown to do that. So that's like a cool trick that you can share on social media. Cause they can just, you know, understand that idea and try it out. But it's another thing where it's like, do you want to, you know, really do some deep emotional like trauma healing in order to actually rewire your nervous system so that you don't experience anxiety as much. Mm. That's not the kind of thing that you can just share in a social media post, mm, true. you know, like it, it's like, it's easy to stick your face in cold water. It's hard to go through a therapeutic process where you're, where you're really healing mm. your trauma and your, the, the, the core of your anxiety. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. it's like, that's why I think like, like when, when we have skills, where we're helping people with, with these challenging things like overcoming anxiety or, or, uh, you know, successfully marketing your business. Mm -hmm. It's, um, it, it tends to take, it tends to be more difficult than what we can even transfer over social media. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how I like to distinguish it. It's like, don't hold back for everything that you can share on social media, mm -hmm. but there's some things you're not going to be able to get into a 10 minute YouTube video. Yeah. And hearing you say that reminds me as well as a creator, if you can't really do it in half an hour or an hour, like if your blog post takes longer than an hour to write and publish, or if your content takes longer than half an hour to create and then publish onto Instagram, it's probably too much for a free thing and then right. you could have a view to like making a book or making a course or doing something or making yeah. a part of a program and it's, it's probably yeah. not even going to be consumed exactly. <laughs> I mean it, it, if it if it's that long or exactly. that complex like and challenging I mean people people tend to like they don't want things that are challenging on social media mm. you know like they, they want the easy stuff usually when people when people are really gonna take on a challenging task they they want something that's much more like they want something paid they want something mm. that's more focused that's mm. more serious than than like a, a short youtube video or a instagram post true i mean in the spirit of that we should probably wrap it up because maybe yeah, we've okay. lost all our viewers now <laughs> but thank you so much i feel like there's tons of gold in there and um it's really lovely to chat with you i appreciate your time yeah Cool. Well, yeah, I guess if people want to find you, they'll find you on Instagram. Um, yeah. So the best place to find me is Instagram. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's at Jonah, Jonah Richmond.com. And uh, there's a dot. So it's Jonah dot Richmond. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, the, you'll probably have it in the. I'll pop in it the... in any notes with the video. Thank you. Cool. Thanks yeah. so much. Awesome. Yeah. And then, um, oh, so, so one thing that I want to share really quick, oh, yeah. and so this is something, this is something that I recommend that people do if they want to, they, they want to find clients on social media, especially if they have a smaller following yep. is to, um, is to connect with people really deeply through marketing research interviews. So yep. it's like, it's like you take an opportunity to really learn a lot by actually connecting with people over zoom one-on-one. -on -one. Mm. Um, and so you just like interview people who are following you and you learn about them. And the thing is, though, is I've been doing that ever since I started my Instagram page. Yeah. And that's how I get most of my clients come through that. So they so, so we'll do an interview. And then after the interview, they're like, hey, you know, this was like super sweet connecting with you. Like, tell me more about your work. And then I will. Yeah. And they'll sign up with me. And it doesn't involve any kind of sales. Yeah. Um, 
So it's something that I, or, or like, you know, selling hacks or, or methods or anything. It's just more connecting. Um, so, so that's something that I just want to share that I, that I'm still doing. So if anybody's watching this and they feel like they want some, some uh, free advice on their Instagram, yeah. um, I'd be happy to do a little trade where I could interview you for a little bit for like 30 minutes. And then I'll, then I'll share some, I'll, I'll give you feedback or, or answer right. questions. I did want yeah. to ask you about that. Cause I did have a question okay. I guess to do that, to do the interview, you need to have a degree of clarity on what your offer is. Yeah. There's that sort of pre step. Uh, I don't think so. No. I mean, you could start interviewing people. Like you, you have to have some clarity about who you're wanting, like who you're, who your people are yep you know it's like like what kind of person do you want to do you want to offer something to like coaching mm -hmm. or or a course to um once you figure that out then interview them and you could find out more information and that could actually help you figure uh, out what your offer is offer. yeah um and I, I mean if you don't know what you're offering you might not know you might not have anything to offer them on the interview but at least you get to connect and then they could kind of stay in your community until you do have an offering and I know I saw a post of yours recently where you said you DM people when they follow you and you offer the market research interview then. Yeah. So, so I used to do that. I haven't been doing that because now I'm at a point where people are signing up for research interviews so frequently that I don't okay. like, like I don't invest the time to actually reach out. Um, but, but that's what I recommend that people do when you first start growing your following mm -hmm. um, notice like, okay, so this person followed me, they've been commenting on my stuff, they seem like really interested in what mm. I have to say. Um, I, so when I would notice that I would reach out to them and just say like, hey, I just want to say I appreciate you commenting on my content. And I'd love to interview you for marketing research, if you're willing. And, and in exchange, in exchange, I'll, uh, I'll offer you some free support, or you can pick my brain if you yeah, want. Yeah, cool. I'm going to um, do it because I've had a couple of people like, follow me and be really commenty I'm like what do I do with you yeah yeah do it I mean yeah, it, it's such yeah. a safe thing I mean like what a lot of people do is they'll be like oh offer them a free session or something mm -hmm. but but I think free sessions actually kind of put people off because it makes them yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. It, it makes them feel like oh this person's just trying to sell me now yeah. like like they're trying to give me something so that I owe them or yeah. something like that whereas the marketing research interview is nice because you can do a little trade so that way it's like you're, you're learning about them, which helps you to write content and helps you to get clear on your niche if you're still figuring that out mm. and, and you get to support them. So it's, so it's a nice trade. So nobody feels like they owe the other person exactly. anything. Yeah, it feels and then, uh, and then, yeah. And then, so if they're interested in your work, then you could talk about that, but, but that's not, that's not the goal. And so it makes it feel a lot cleaner to me than the, yeah, the same, strategy of same. like, give them a free session and then. Mm try to sell them at the end of the session yeah okay. i'm glad you yeah. mentioned that thanks heaps. yeah awesome we'll have a cool. beautiful rest of your day and awesome sure yeah you too thanks for thanks for uh for chatting this was really fun it's great yeah. all right thanks everyone awesome. for watching cool. and we'll see you later take care